By 1930, the long love affair between Coco Chanel, the world's best-known dress designer, and the Duke of Westminster, the richest man in England, was coming to what seemed its inevitable end. Bendor, as the Duke was known, longed for an heir, and at 47, Chanel was unlikely to provide him with one. Nor could she bear the repeated infidelities that his enormous wealth made all too easy for him. They had met seven years earlier in Monaco's Hôtel de Paris, where Chanel was dining with Vera Bate, an old friend of the 44-year-old Bendor. Although there was ambiguity about Vera's birth, it was generally acknowledged that she was a connection of the royal family. It is believed that she was an illegitimate daughter of the first Marquess of Cambridge, a younger brother of Queen Mary, and as such, she was at the heart of English upper-class society. She was then married to her first husband, an American officer named Fred Bate, but, beautiful and popular as she was, she was perennially hard up. Chanel, whose lightning grasp of opportunity was one of the reasons for her success, had employed her, largely as a kind of walking advertisement. She wore clothes so beautifully that every other woman longed to possess what Vera had on her back at that moment. These were, naturally, given to her by Chanel, and the two had already become close friends. When the Duke spotted Vera across the room, he had been planning to visit the casino, but he went over to talk to her, and to his delight, the pair asked him to join their table. They talked, they laughed, they danced. Bendor forgot about the casino, and asked them both to dine with him the next night on his yacht, the four-masted schooner Flying Cloud, hiring a gypsy band to serenade them and then taking them to a nightclub to dance. Bendor was immediately fascinated by Chanel. She was beautiful, elegant, witty and fiercely independent. From a poverty-stricken girlhood she had climbed, step by step and man by man, to the pinnacle of success on which she now stood. She had surmounted her past as a kept woman, something that usually remained a lifelong social barrier, and many of her wealthy clients were now her friends, entertaining her and being entertained by her. She had revolutionised fashion, designing simple, supple, pared-down clothes for women in materials hitherto thought unfashionable, like jersey, that allowed the body to move freely. The purpose of fashion she had declared in French Vogue, is to make women look young. Then their outlook on life changes. They feel brighter and more cheerful. Already a fashion force two years before she met Bendor, she had been noted by Harper's Bazaar as early as 1915. She had launched what became the most famous scent in the world, Chanel No. 5, it was an overwhelming success, making her rich for the rest of her life. As she explained on numerous occasions to Bendor, while refusing his advances, what did he have that she could possibly want? For although she claimed to live for love, what she really valued was her independence and work. She did, however, leave the door open a chink, agreeing to meet him the following year. Meanwhile, he wooed her with everything from flowers and jewels to salmon sent by air from his Scottish estate. Finally, she relented, 
In the late spring of 1924, she went aboard the black-hulled, piratical-looking Flying Cloud to sail with Bendor on a Mediterranean cruise and to enter a world of unimaginable luxury. As well as the crew of 40, the four poster beds, the silk curtains, he had brought along a small orchestra so that the two of them could dance every night. If he entertained on the yacht, as he often did, the rigging was illuminated. Bendor, tall, blonde and good-looking, had houses scattered everywhere. As he seldom stayed longer than three or four days in one place and often arrived without notice, all were ready for immediate use. Cars fuelled, silver polished, servants in Grosvenor livery, food in the larder. He showered Chanel with presents, from jewellery and works of art to a townhouse in London. When they visited the Westminster estate in Cheshire, she acted as his hostess at his country house, Eaton Hall. Here, she rode, played tennis and sailed. When they visited his Scottish estates, she learnt to fish, acquitting herself well. She became a friend of Winston Churchill, to whom Bendor was close, so that often they were at the same house party or aboard Flying Cloud at the same time.